Coming up on the Outside of Sunday podcast, we have part two of our chat with Siana Waru. In this episode, Siana shares with us how Christians were historically one of the major perpetrators of anti-Judaism. And we ask the question of whether this means Christians today should support Israel no matter what. Check it out in this episode of the Outside of Sunday podcast. Hey, you're listening to the Outside of Sunday podcast. Is your faith stuck on Sunday? Christianity was never meant to be constrained to a weekly church service. I'm Krista and I'm here to help and encourage you to live your faith outside of Sunday. So do you think that anti-Judaism is Mm -hmm. present in society today or is that just something for the pages of history? No, it definitely is still around today. Mm. Um, Like in the words of Mark Twain, history Mm. might not always repeat itself, but it definitely rhymes. (sighs) And um, I think we can get that today. Mm -hmm. Like it might be for different reasons. Um, Like back then, a lot of their reasons were cultural clashes. Mm -hmm. Um, Either they really struggled with the Jewish people having um, a lot of favor in these conquered nations. Um, And there's there's a whole history behind that in itself, Mm -hmm. why they were favored. Um, but that was enough for them to feel um, some sort of way against the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. And we can probably see that today, that there are some things that um, continue through cultural differences. Like, why do Jewish people get... Um, this, is, and this isn't the argument I remember hearing in high school with a couple of the Jewish people that went to our school. Why do they get Fridays off? But we don't. But it's because they were celebrating um, Shabbat. And so that caused a lot of... It's such a small thing, but mm. um, that's just one instance of where things um, pile on. Yeah, mm-hmm. And then obviously, I mean, I know it is still history, mm. but the events of World War Two is mm. like another massive example, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, today, you just kind of hope that it's yeah. not. I mean, yeah. and, and not even just for um, Jewish people, just mm. for any race or any yeah. religion. You know, I mean, as Christians, we're just, we're called to love everybody. Totally. And love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us. Totally. So no matter what, um, we're just called to to love. And that's the thing is our job as Christians, unfortunately, we were, uh, it sucks to say, we Mm. were probably one of the major perpetrators of anti-Judaism after the first century because of jesus's death is that why so we get uh i've forgotten his name but he was one of the early martyrs of um christianity Mm. blames the jewish population for killing jesus which i mean you think like well one he was jewish so i mean jesus himself was jewish jesus himself was jewish and was that did you not read the scriptures because like that was the plan (laughs) that was god's plan yeah it it was going to happen regardless Mm -hmm. um but that he was cited as, as saying, well, you know, the Jewish people killed Jesus and therefore they, it is an us versus them thing. And, oh. and that the church has a long, long history of just persecuting Jewish people up until World War Two. Really? It continued in World War II. Um, so we are fresh out of that. Mm. And so we as Christians have a, have, have a duty to rectify the wrongs that were made against them and mm-hmm. to stand with them and remind them that we have the same God and we like, I have this hope for you too. Mm-hmm. And I'm so sorry that it was misrepresented mm-hmm. to you in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and so how we do it today as Christians is really important is to love and accept. And I think this is why I, I study 
what I do is because I want to connect Mm -hmm. and I want to relate and I want to understand the Jewish experience Mm -hmm. as best as I possibly can. I mean, Mm -hmm. my dad's side of the family is the Jewish side. Mm -hmm. Partially, so I can only oh, you have Jewish roots. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I mean, because we're related by our mothers. Yeah, not your father. Yeah. Okay, wow. yeah. So I mean, that's like, that's a part of our genetic history. But I don't have a Jewish experience, mm. and so the best that I can seek to understand them within my ability is through scripture, through Torah, mm. through Tanakh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, that's what I'm trying to do as as a Christian to mm. bridge that gap that was made. And to um, again, it's supposed to be one Israel, and we are the new Israel too. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a place for ethnic Israel and mm-hmm. um, new Israel. Yeah, well, we're yeah. adopted. Yeah, children of Abraham, grafted now. onto that yeah. tree. Yeah, through yeah. Jesus, who yeah. was a Jew. And if anybody killed Jesus, it was us. It was humanity. Yeah, yeah. it was. It, it was the price that had to be mm. paid because yeah. of our sins in all of us. None mm. of us is sinless. Mm. So all of us have a part in that. Yeah. So, yeah, there is – it is not the Jews who killed Jesus mm. at all. It's 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 humanity. humanity. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We did them wrong, man. <laughs> yeah, we absolutely did. And yeah. I thank the Jewish people, you know, because, yeah. like you say, Jesus was Jewish. Yeah. Um, God spoke to Abraham. He started the yeah. Jewish people, the yeah. Jewish nation. Yeah. So, yeah, that's right. Mm, mm. Okay. And but the other side of that too is and I don't know if we want to go there. So <laughs> you let me know if you okay. don't want to go there. But this overcompensating. Mm. I think there is yes. a possibility that that can happen as well. 100%. And that <laughs> we could therefore be like now Israel can do no wrong, the Jewish people can do no wrong. We're just yeah. 100% for that. I, do you want to talk anything about mention anything about that I agree 100% I Mm. think um we shouldn't I think obviously we want to feel like we're on the right side of history Mm -hmm. of God's history yes um Mm. but as Christians Mm. we need to be vigilant about how that is done Mm. and weigh it up against the word I mean Jesus said he came to bring peace prince of peace yes and we need to weigh ourselves like that's our measuring stick that's our standard is Mm -hmm. if he is prince of peace are we doing that Mm. are we being peaceful are we bringing justice are Mm. we like not justice in the way that we want it to be Mm. but the way in which he served it Mm. and it was self-sacrificial it was to lay down ourselves for others Mm -hmm. so that they may know him too yeah, you're absolutely right. Like yeah. we do need to measure it against the word of God. Yeah. And what has his word said? Um, because mm. when I look at Jesus, like we were just talking about this briefly before we started mm. our chat. It's just like the example that Jesus gave was laying down your life yeah. for yeah. your enemies. I mean, Jesus did that in the ultimate sense in that we were enemies of mm. God until we came to faith. But while we were still enemies, he did lay himself down That's for us. Right. And that is such a hard call. But it's like, do, yeah. can we accept what Jesus laid down for us? Yeah. Totally. And yeah. I think it can be so hard. Mm. Um, and I think I think of the instance where the Roman guards came to take Jesus. And mm. what did Peter do? He took yes. up a sword and he chopped off someone's ear. Yeah. And Jesus, Jesus said, like, no, no. Mm. This, that's not how I want you to represent me. Mm-hmm. And that says a lot. Yeah. Because when we pick up our swords, we're relying on our own strength and our own judgment and our own abilities mm. to do things, forgetting yeah. that Jesus has the plan. Yes. Jesus has the way to conquer. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is 
might be slightly off t- topic, but the messianic expectation in the first century um, BC, um, previous until after, is that it was going to be a military yeah. messiah. Yeah. And this is why I think a lot of the Jewish people at the time were struggling with Jesus because he died on the cross. Like, how is that a victor? Yeah, how is yeah. that a hero? That's right. Yeah. And it's because Jesus leads the unconventional victories. Yeah. It's the ones that we don't expect to be the victories. Mm. Um, well, we felt like we've lost, but actually mm. he's won. And we're all still men and women. You know, totally. we're all still completely flawed humans. Yeah. And just because... God is the God of, mm. you know, Israel and now to the Gentile nations mm. through Jesus. Um, that doesn't mean he was 100% on with, on board with everything that Israel yeah. did either. That's right. I mean, like we look through our Old Testament and it is just peppered with all of these people who made dumb choices yeah. against what God had said. Yeah. And sometimes God just let... yeah. Things happen and yeah. and let them go into exile or, or whatever yeah. because he wasn't stoked with what they were and doing. And it happened so often that yeah. the Jewish population were just uh, really wondering, God, why are we just getting booted around? Mm. And here comes Jeremiah. Mm. Um, in Jeremiah 27, he talks about divine providence, which is where God places leadership above us and mm. he's the one that takes them down. Mm. But to s- that's he's the one that placed them there. Yeah, and that's a part of his will, and mm-hmm. so to not submit to that leadership mm-hmm. would be a part of um, going against his will. Um, yeah. So that was a, a big sentiment during um, early uh, Jewish culture, mm-hmm. um, up until more like of like, a pacifist. Yeah, to type. be a pacifist, to lay down mm-hmm. and help support where you can. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this might be going back again to what we we're talking about earlier, but. Um, when Israel was exiled and they belonged to the diaspora, one of their things was that they were supposed to support their um, the government that was above them. And mm. that's why they found a lot of favor is because they said, look, um, we're here in this foreign land. What do you need us to do to support you? And wow. because they were so great at business, mm. they actually brought in a lot of revenue for these um, empires mm. that had conquered them. So wow. to have a Jewish population under your belt was fantastic because you wanted them because yeah. they would serve you. Yeah. yeah. That kind of makes me think of Daniel, you know, yeah. like when uh, the Babylonians took over yeah. and they took a whole bunch of the smartest kind of mm. best people from yeah. from Israel back to mm. Babylon. Yeah. You know, Daniel still blessed the the king yeah. of the time. Who was the king of the time? What Daniel on the lion's Cyrus. Den. Sorry? No, no, I no, don't no, know. No. One of them. Was it Nebuchadnezzar? I think it was Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. I don't know. Who was the king that made him go into the lion's den? Was That wasn't Nebuchadnezzar, was it? Darius. Oh, his son. Darius. Darius. Yeah. Okay. Look, we got so close. <laughs> we got there. We got there. But yeah, just... Um, and, and that's something that Jesus magnified when he came. Yeah. Because that's a, a lot of what Jesus did. Eh? He mm. magnified the law, you know, when he said... Um, I say to you, anyone who looks at a woman with lust has already mm. committed adultery. Mm. Um, same thing, you know, Jeremiah talks about um, submitting to authority and mm. Jesus then just like doubles down on that, you know, love your enemies, yeah. pray for those who persecute you. Yeah. And that is, I don't know, it's so tricky. It is very like, tricky. How do we navigate this? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, I mean, right now, I'm not trying to be political. Okay. <laughs> I'm not um, political. I mean, right now, obviously, uh, there are some things that our government's decisions that our government are making that are just, I, 
I just can't believe, um, to be honest, mm. especially um, being married into a Maori family. Like mm. I just, my heart hurts and bleeds for mm-hmm. for them and some of the decisions that are being made. But my prayer is not to boot them out of government mm. because God has placed them there mm. for a time, for a reason. I don't know yeah. what, mm-hmm. but I will pray that he speaks little um, speaks into them with a still small voice mm. that they make decisions that are going to be good mm. and against what they might have tried initially mm. if they had not had someone praying for them that yeah. God would speak to them. Mm. Um, so my prayers are, I suppose, supposed to be strategic that yeah. although I, I really dislike some of the stuff that's happening, mm-hmm. um, I believe that God can still work yes. and turn this around for good. Absolutely. So, yeah, like that, that's what we should all be praying. Like, don't you want a successful government? Yeah. Pray for it. Pray don't, for that government. Yeah, yeah, don't you want a government that's going to care and love for the people as much as you do on the ground with your mates and friends? Pray mm-hmm. for your government. Yeah, I think that is the most, that's the only stance that we really yes. can take mm. is prayer mm. and just submitting to the Lord. Totally. And just like, Lord, we trust and um, we're just going to pray that your will will be done. Yeah. Because I don't know the best answer for our yeah. governmental problems. I don't know yeah. the best answer for the Middle East conflict. Yeah. I don't know the best answer for the Russian and Ukraine mm. things that's yeah. going on. But that's the thing. We can always trust in God. And that's why I'm so thankful that we have this hope. Yes. That we have this hope in, in Christ and that this earth is just temporary. Yeah. You know, this is just our proving ground almost. Mm. And we'll get through it. We'll be faithful. Yeah. And then we'll go to glory. And yeah. that is such a miracle in itself. Yeah. But it's also just like, hey, we just yeah. want to pray. Yeah. yeah and, totally. um, you know, I'm just, I just want everyone to know about Jesus. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just evangelistic, I, I guess. And just pray. And also, let's try and reach um, our friends and our mm. family who don't know the Lord. Because for them, I think this is a very hard time yeah. to be alive. Absolutely. You know, there's a lot of worry and yeah. stuff in the world. Challenges yeah. that I guess a generation is facing that the previous one didn't, but the mm. one before them did. Yeah. Yes, you know. yeah. And we're all born for such a time as yes, this. That's you right. know, God chose this point in time yeah. for all of us to live. All right. Well, we're about to wrap up mm-hmm. here, but I just thought... Um, for us, maybe you could just share a little bit about, because we are the Outside of Sunday podcast, yep. how you currently live your faith outside of Sunday between church services. How is it that you sustain your faith? Yeah. So I, for me personally, it used to be study. It mm-hmm. was like my um, my way of pouring into my faith. Mm-hmm. However, as, as I've gone on in my degree, I've, I've kind of... <laughs> I've had to separate study from devotional. True. Because yeah. they are not the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's very difficult for me to, to sit there and read my word and not want to study it. Yeah. Um, because if I, I get like this yeah. drive and I'm just like, hurry, yeah. like, yeah. do you get that? Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. And, and sometimes it goes to the point where actually now I've just spent three hours mm-hmm. doing a word study <laughs> and as I've fully <laughs> gone down like the li- linguistic path and I've missed <laughs> the point. And so I just, I need to, Draw it in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, devotionals have become a. I can't read it. Mm-hmm. A devotional has to be outside. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'll I have these like one page a day mm-hmm. devotionals, mm-hmm. and it'll just prompt me to think about it throughout the day, mm. and so I walk away 
come back to it, mull over it, walk away. And it kind of keeps me away from going down rabbit holes that just uh-huh. distractions. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, it's how I teach my children. Mm. There's, that is a big thing. Um, I remember being a kid and like mum and dad doing bedtime stories with us or singing us songs yeah. and um, those are so precious to me. Mm. And I think that's what always spurred me to pray at night time was because mum and dad come in and pray. Yeah. I do that too. And like creating those habits in my children and like mm-hmm. I love seeing my kids praise. Like my so 18 cute. month old, the moment she hears her praise music comes on, she's arms up in the oh air and I'm like, gosh, yes, yeah. so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and my um, nearly three year old, like she just, she loves praise and worship too. So like mm-hmm. to see my faith pour out of myself and into my children into the next generation is mm-hmm. so cool mm-hmm. and so for me that's also where I, I just get this like infilling yeah of um worship with God so yeah yeah, oh, yeah. So good. yeah. and it is like um you know the difference between you know how you're saying earlier bible study and bible devotion mm-hmm. it's almost like the difference between building your knowledge of God yes. to building your relationship with God yeah because the most important thing is that we know Jesus because yes. if we don't know him yeah, you, you know that you yeah. missed the point. Intimacy with Jesus is, is is a big thing, and it's something that I've always struggled with mm-hmm. because <laughs> I'm a skeptic. <laughs> <laughs> so I've always had to really wrestle with like this feels too holistic versus this is Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I've that's always been a challenge for me mm-hmm. to lay down my brain, yeah, and to stop it from ticking, yeah, and just let it be. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that for me. That's a practiced thing awesome. like some people my husband he's so amazing yeah he's the most faithful guy ever mm-hmm. and I just put that down to a spiritual gift because like who does it and like, like <laughs> yeah, yeah but he's he's amazing at that intimacy thing he'll wake mm. up at 3 a.m and just get up and read his word wow and then go back to bed and wow. not feel tired the next day I'm like hell huh. um but that's the way he is with his intimacy with mm-hmm. Jesus mm-hmm. and I want to get to that point but I have mm. to practice it Mm-hmm. Where for him it's a gift. Yeah. I have to practice. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's like a, I want to aspire to that. Mm-hmm. So it means I've got to put in work. <laughs> yes. Yes. There are some things that will come naturally yes. for us, and other things we have to work at. And yeah. And it's it's don't be afraid of the hard work. Eh, sometimes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah. thanks so much for coming on the po- podcast, oh, um, Siana. We have just I've just been so blessed by our conversation. Mm-hmm. And I just hope it's blessed the listeners as well. I'm sure yeah. it has. But thank you. And maybe we'll have you on again. Cool. Cool. Sweet. Thank you. And that is the conclusion of our chat with Siana Wadu. Now, before I sign off, I just want to clarify something. And that is, should Christians support Israel no matter what? Now, allow me to be clear, if you would. Christians should definitely support Israel. This is our biblical mandate. But must we support every decision that Israel's leaders make? No. And biblically, that is not the example God gives us either. So let me encourage you and myself, pray for peace in Israel and in the wider conflicts around the world. Pray for the government's and pray for your enemies. Let me leave you now with this verse, 1 Timothy 2 verse 1. I urge you then, first of all, that requests, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for everyone, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants all men to be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Outside of Sunday podcast. I'll catch you next time. 
Congrats, you made it to the end of this episode of the Outside of Sunday podcast. Thanks for the support. Become an official outsider by liking and subscribing and leaving a five-star review. You can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook. Just search Outside of Sunday podcast and don't forget to let someone you know know about this podcast.